Hello, welcome to this Issue Engage podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. And in a slightly modified episode, we are now all doing um, the Star Trek Prodigy Season 1 retrospective, which used to be um, talking Star Trek Prodigy. And we're going to have Clive on, but he's had to cancel because he's had a billion and one things to try and review and write articles here, there and everywhere. So, yeah, which is completely understandable. And maybe at some point, I'm sure at some point we'll get Clive on and maybe we'll do like a second part to this or something like that. Uh, but yeah, so obviously we, did... we, we've sort of had discussion where it's kind of, well, in name only it's kind of a retrospective so yeah, we just decided actually we might as well just go yeah. ahead and do it we're, we're kind of a year out anyhow we've only recently seen it so we might as well yeah. just kind of do it now yeah because yeah, this has been obviously a long time coming and i think i think we mentioned in our uh retrospective extravaganza episode like a month ago that oh, you know, we're going to do Prodigy with Clive, and it's effectively going to be kind of a retrospective. So, yeah, it's been it's been in the works. We, we know we've needed to get around to this. I think this was, like, out of all the new tracks, this was, like, the last one we'd not, just not watched. Uh, I think you... When did you watch it, I think you watched it, was it... Uh, a couple of months ago, literally. I, I started ago, watching yeah. it at the beginning of August. So, literally, just... Yeah. And then um, I, I then sent it on to Jamie. Thank you very much, yeah. Uh, and I started watching, I think it was around September. Yeah, so it, was last, about, it was three or four months, three or four weeks after I'd got it. So I yeah. think. And I, I binge watched it. I think literally uh, I must have watched it and I think it was a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. And uh, obviously, just like every other retrospective we've ever done, we're just going to give our thoughts and feelings on it. So yeah. I've got a page of notes here. I actually did some notes. Same here. Yeah. I, I As I went through, I wrote notes, the interesting tidbits that I thought as I was going through. And we'll just do what we usually do. And it's like this is kind of spear of the moment where it's just a bit like, well, actually, it's just, let's just go full fledged retrospective. Might as well. Yeah, and we need an episode. We need, we need a we need, we need a, obviously an episode this month, so it's like we, we might as well just do this now. So yeah, um, um yeah. yeah. As Jamie said, hopefully we'll get Clive on definitely sooner rather than later. It's just I think it's just one. Well, no, it's just that time of year, so yeah, I'm not. You know, yeah, things don't work out quite how you imagine. It's I think that's what I had in my head before we got going. Things don't work out quite how you imagine, and this is the sort of time in the year where things start winding down and getting people on gets harder and harder and harder. And this is just case in point. Yeah. Yeah. So but, uh, it is fine. Yeah. But I think, I think what's interesting, obviously is obviously, uh, you know, this for Clive, this is his favorite new track, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. As I was going to write in the original notes, this is the show he's been, he's been talking nothing else about it since it originally aired last year so it was a bit like that's the person like you know you know kind of there was nothing else you we were going to talk to him about yeah yeah so it was kind of as i said doing this episode kind of episodes like he was a given the, the, the you know the choice for it um so yeah i mean I think, so to say, I mean, my thoughts on it at least, I absolutely loved it. I think it's a fantastic show. Uh, 
definitely one of my favourite tracks. Whether I'd say it's my most favourite, not quite sure. I don't think so, but it's definitely up there. It is definitely, definitely up there. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll just kind of, I've actually written down, like I've kind of did a brief summary. So this is kind of my summary of it, just briefly. A fantastic Star Trek series that perfectly captures the spirit of Star Trek, which a lot of new Trek until uh, SNW and season three of Picard has failed to do. And it's ironic considering this is kind of a show aimed at, at kind of kids and kind of families, uh, where obviously you've got a show that's kind of, granted there's more episodes, so it's like, 20 episodes this first season so half of what most of the other new tracks are but uh they're half the length this this prodigy is half the length of those those episodes of most of the other tracks so they kind of balances it out so there's more episodes but they're half the length if that makes sense i kind of think about it i kind of feel like they're kind of doing what stars did probably like how long is that probably the last 10 20 years with uh star wars clone wars and rebels it's kind of tapping into that same audience yeah i think because i i really enjoy watching those i only watch those shows kind of last few years mm. and prodigy i enjoyed i thought it was an awful lot of fun yeah i think i wouldn't kind of again i'm still a strange new worlds Fan. Oh, so am I. Absolutely here, Si. You know, you know me. That is that is but my favourite. It is, it is up there. I, I do agree with Jamie. I, I, so I just I'm on the kind of thing of it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but it's, it's so well put together. Mm. Uh, I have so many notes and the level of detail. Like, how do they manage to fit in the reference in? all the world's a sage that's a really clever sus reference and you kind of do a bit of looking up to kind of work out how that all fits in but it's quite clever go on i did tell you about it at the time the fact that ensign greg Kralovich appeared in the tos episode obsession oh yes you did you did yes i do remember yeah which you know, when you think about it, it's a very obscure reference because that's not an episode of TOS that a lot of people remember. They no, go, but they didn't need to do it. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, I think that's what makes it fantastic. I mean, I uh, that for me, kind of because I I think, again, referencing sometimes I don't always pick up on it. So I kind of rely on you side to kind of go, oh, what about this? Like, oh, yeah. So when you kind of put that out to me. And I thought back, I thought, oh, Christ, because I've always really liked Obsession. I think it's a really, really good TOS episode. It doesn't get enough credit. So the fact that a show like Prodigy has referenced that, I thought was just, as you said, really clever. Absolutely just awesome. Can I also point out I am wearing a pin? Go ahead. What pin are you wearing? Uh, I'm picking up my Film Planet Rock Rock Tuck pin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the... Um... Rock girl. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've got. I'm wearing her pin. Nice. Yeah, because yeah, I picked course. that up recently, so I thought, you know what, this is a perfect episode to do it to wear it for. Of course. It, it's just so so clever. Like, I think Dreadnought gives me a blend between General Grievous and K2SO vibes. I think, and I also thought the mind lift at the beginning of the series. Um looks like the prison lookout from Guardians of the Galaxy 
Yeah, do you know, actually, now you mentioned it, it was a kind of, there is a bit of a resemblance, isn't there? And I did find it interesting, was this came up, I think, quite a lot at the time. In Starstruck, you know where there's that whole kind of uh, holograms about Federation? Oh, uh, episode three, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And there's all those ships appearing. Hmm. Did you notice an oddity in there? Mm, Not that I can recall. That kind of makes, kind of doesn't make any sense. Go on. A crossfield class appears. Crossfield class? Discovery. Oh, right, okay. Well, why would it appear if it's been classified? If that class has been classified, it's hush hush. And you've got to focus, yeah, it was 100. Well, from, from this, wait, question. Um, This was the, from the first two seasons of Discovery, yeah? So when they were in the Alpha Quadrant, yeah? Wh- which one? You're talking about this Crossfield class ship. Yeah, it's a hologram. Oh, okay. So it was classified when they went into the future, yeah? No, but I mean, it appeared in Hologram Janeway's presentation. Hmm. Yeah, that is kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, I mean, you could argue they, I mean, 150 whatever years later, they probably did classify it, but you would think. No, but even after they went into the future, that was all sealed up. No, we're not going to mention anything, including that. Classes. We're not going to mention the Glen. We're not going to mention Discovery. Hmm. And even in Strange New Worlds, you do see, again, this is where it gets a bit iffy. You see that Crossfield class and kind of in the beginning of season two. Mm. Do you remember those rebels? Yeah, I do. Yeah. But that looks totally different from the Crossfield that we saw in Discovery. So, which means Strange New Worlds could kind of probably get away with that without it being a kind of. Well, get, well, then well, this is getting really technical. But <laughs> did Starfleet design? Was there an original Crossfield class that looks like the ones the Rebels built that didn't have the spore drive in it, and then Maybe. they built the classified one with the Crossfield that Discovery and the Glen were with the the, the spore drive? It's possible. I mean, if you think about how many ships like kick bashes of other designs, then it's certainly plausible. But, wouldn't it be a different? They look totally different. So the different I don't know. classes. But again, don't why? Know. Why would holographic Janeway have a hologram of a crossfield class? You'd have to I don't. Ask I, don't her. I don't quite guess it. <laughs> you know me so with ships. That kind of thing doesn't really bother me that much. But it's, there's some no. Fair but enough. you've got to bear in mind after the whole hoo ha after in the season two, it is a bit like, huh? Because that, that that's not just going to suddenly going to pop up and you go oh yeah now we're going to open up the book about discovering the Glen and things no that's going to stay hidden. The, the thing is in Star Starstruck when Jack, when Collagram Jamie is given that presentation is it like a blink and you miss it moment? It's on screen for quite a while. Mm, okay, so it's obviously a lot of people well not me obviously because you know me and ships but a lot of people who are into ships would definitely pick up on and whose kind of trek law is very very kind of as you say very uh, knowledgeable so i can't explain it so maybe it's just a general kind of uh what do you call it kind of error just a kind of 
canon era kind of thing. Well, it's I think it's just the thing of what Star Trek always does. It's kind of these are all the shows that are ongoing, so here's a little reference to it, even though in universe it kind of doesn't make any sense. Sense, yeah. But then again, with with Prodigy, there are other instances where they do that where it actually does work. So you know. <laughs> Um, no, that's fair enough. So I've got to be honest, it didn't, I, it didn't really cross my mind. But I knew. But that's the thing. I knew with these when we do retrospectives, you 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 pick up on these little interesting tidbits, particularly if it's something to do with ships. So I know you know you've got that covered. So, um, but no, that's that's, that's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I just I just love this show, and it's it's just again, it's just really wonderful that. We're going to be said it's new check that we could be really positive about. And I think we may have mentioned this before already. I don't know in our uh, retro extravaganza, but I think we we both finally feel that new check is, is now finding its feet. So obviously, case in point, obviously, SNW, um, obviously, uh, Picard season three. I'd even argue to some extent now lower decks as well, uh, like the latest season currently going on at the moment, which uh, I think we're both really oh. enjoying. To be fair, overall, it's just I think we just yeah. felt last season was a little bit weaker, but yeah. overall, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's definitely up there. So and yeah, so and project, but it, it's just amazing that you've got a show like this that just and I just yeah, I, and the thing is, yeah, it's aimed at a specific audience. Um, like I'm sure, like you said with Star Wars, Star Wars is it was it a uh, Rebel? Wars and uh, clone, uh, uh, clone Wars, correct? And Attack of the Rebels. No, no, just Rebels. Rebels. Okay, Rebels and Clone Wars. I'm sure. Do you that... need to watch those, Jamie? Yes, yes, I know. I do need to expand my Star Wars knowledge. I know. Uh, but yeah. So the point I'm making is, I'm sure those shows were obviously aimed at, as you say, kind of kids and families. But I'm um, every everyone of all ages really enjoys it well the thing again with that I know, yeah i know i know star trek podcast and we're talking about star wars but i'm a fan of everything and I, i've had more times than i can remember but i don't care i'm a science fiction fan so it's all all kosher to me i don't really care but with clone wars it added more depth to what happened between episodes two and three yeah, that's I think that's the mark of a really great franchise like Star Wars or Star Trek, where uh, you've got a series that can add lore to the universe. So with Prodigy's case, obviously, it's obviously building on uh, Voyager's legacy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Obviously, we've obviously obviously you know, spoiler alert here, guys, because we are going to be spoiling. Uh, it's been out of here, yeah, but uh, you know things with like obviously obviously you know Chakotay and obviously. Uh, hologram and Admiral Janeway. So, well, you're forgetting the other one, Dreadnought. Yes. Yes, it's Dreadnought because again, that's that's um off the legacy of the um the original we saw in uh, Hope and Fear. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that it's able to do that so well, and what I also find just amazing with Prodigy and this brings me to one of my other notes is a fresh take on a series with a bunch of inexperienced enslaved teens taking command of a starship which in this case is the proto star and I just well, think do you want to know what my phrase was 
during Starstruck, one of my notes, the next note down from me having a go about the Crossfield class. Go on. It, it simply says it's like the magic school bus in space. <laughs> well, Which like I think that. covers it pretty well, yeah. I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, you say that, that phrase, it kind of, you kind of, I don't know why, it kind of reminds me of like the night bus in Harry Potter for some reason. <laughs> uh, well, it, it is, you look at it and it is just kind of kids solving things and towards then they really are solving problems. Like, mm. oh, like was it Asylum? Where they're doing a Avatar 2 and again, it's, you in that one, you've always got to have space whales and mermaids. It's a kind of is a Avatar two the one with the whales or I mean the whale water. Mm. It's a Star Wars a Star Trek Into Darkness situation. Yeah, or the or the episode um, Ghost of the Machine, where they're they're trapped in the holodeck by a mysterious malfunction and they and it's like they're trying to figure out what's kind of real or what's not and at first they think it's like a puzzle that they've got to solve and then they I think they realise it's actually that's actually misdirect. But yeah, it, it is. And and what's really um, amazing is there's really great character development and growth from all of them. They all they all get their moment to shine and they all grow as the show I, goes along. I did find Dale a bit of a pain at the start. Mm, I think he was probably meant to be. A bit whiny yeah. for my liking. Fair enough. I kind of like <laughs> Bit, bit too selfish. Does he? It's like the younger, the younger version of Doctor Bashir. <laughs> yeah. That's no, no, not really. But he, he was well, just a bit too. I just care about me and you, idiots, yeah, and look after yeah. yourselves. It's a bit. Oh, why should I care about you then? Well, Doctor Bashir, as you said, when we did our season one DS9 review, it's kind of always a bit whiny, it's a bit arrogant, selfish. So there are definite similar vibes. But yeah. That's fair enough, Sai. I can understand that. I personally liked him from the beginning, but I can understand where you're coming from. But it sounds like by the end, you've obviously you grew to. No, there was a certain point. I think it was midway through, probably beginning second half of the season, where he was downside better. But it was getting past that first bit where he was just a whiny bitch, and then she's got off for God's sake. Like, can we can we move on from this? Like. You want to be captain, but you're not being a captain. You're just looking out for your own True. own benefit. Well, great, okay. Well, everyone else seems to be trying to trying to, but oh no, if it's well, not not in your um, interest, you're not interested. It's a bit like, yeah, okay, that you can do that a couple of weeks, but the amount of weeks they did do it, it was a bit like, yeah, okay, this is getting tiresome now. No, that, that's that's understandable. So again, I I didn't personally find that for me. I liked him from the beginning, but I, he did. I think he definitely did, um, as you say, kind of uh, grow to be more of a leader. Definitely in the second half, yeah, absolutely. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, you said because you know Star Trek has been going for how many decades now, and you'd think, you know, another show of oh great, another Starship Gun Adventures. You think oh let's just do something different but they do they manage to make it as you said the fact that they're just teenagers uh they don't i think they've heard of starfleet but they don't really know anything about it so the fact that they're kind of learning at their age what it means to be in starfleet the kind of the values that the federation has i think it's just a really refreshing take on the franchise 
and I think it's just I just so that kind of originality is wonderful to find because <laughs> you know originality in shows and movies these days is not easy to do so but um yeah I think also like you saying about see we mentioned the characters I think I don't know who your favorite is but mine definitely has to be Gwen I think Gwen is my most favorite out of all of them and um I think she I think she probably gets the probably the best character development I'd say because you know you know she starts off kind of obviously and it's the whole thing with her father isn't it that's what it all stems from and like she's she's helping him and then she kind of finds out what's really going on and he you know he pushes her aside and obviously you know her opinion she obviously changes and obviously you know I think just even like the little things they handle things like that there was something between her and Dahl throughout the show and I, I liked how that kind of they had a they had a, had a kiss at at the, in the last episode which I thought was really nice and now I was really gutted though when she left when Gwyn left but for her character I think it made sense it's like actually because obviously her father obviously you know gets killed and he kind of like she kind of wants to I think so make amends like because it's a whole thing of um I'm trying to think the name of their species but I can't remember what the name of the, their species is was it start beginning with L if I recall couldn't tell you Jamie oh, but anyway they come from the future to in back to the past because obviously the federation make contact and it destroys their world or something so they want to prevent that so they set up obviously the proto star where like a virus if 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 like a proto star makes contact with starfleet like even just like opening the hell and infect all the starfleet and all the ships and destroy the federation which again i know that sounds familiar of oh great another let's you know the federation is in a danger plot but it, for me, it worked, and it, at least it wasn't on the scale of oh, the galaxy's in danger again. So, um, but uh, what did you think about the whole time travel aspect of it? Do you think it was done pretty well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, you've got to think for a show that's kind of aimed at sort of kids and families. Obviously, it was quite intelligent as well. Like, you know, they do explain things, but they don't—they don't come across as patronising either. And I just, oh, just the whole show, just for me, just worked on every every level, just all the way along. Was the writing, the, the the story, and the pacing was just perfect. Um. So I've mentioned, so I said about myself. Of course, I put superb voiceover acting across the cast with a diverse range of characters that are excellently written with some great character development, which is amazing considering each episode is only, what, 23 minutes, half the runtime of a standard Star Trek episode. So like the one where you, I think that that kind of origin episode where they all talk a bit about their past and how they came yeah, to be. Yeah, it was, was, it was great, but I think they should have done that sooner. What episode was that? Right towards the end. It's like episode 16. 16. Uh, yeah probably maybe it would have worked better kind of after the maybe after kind of um the after a mortal star that two-parter yeah that's what i was thinking mm. yeah look that's on the same wavelength yeah yeah because again that was a pivotal moment where things changed and i think that yeah so i think yeah i, I do agree with that i mean where it was i did, don't really have a problem with it but i can understand yeah that's fair enough 
So what are some of the other other little tidbits or, or notes that you've got? Because Cobra actually had a lot of Easter eggs. That was quite a fun episode. Uh, that was episode six, yes. I think that's quite cool with all the kind of, not really guest appearances, but the archived characters, which is quite cool, legacy characters. Yeah, so like obviously uh, Renault, Brian Juarez, Odo, you had, um, oh, blimey, um, uh, Brent Spine, obviously Data. Did you have Riker as well, or am I wrong? No, I can't not. remember, but you had a, a large number of them. I know Beverly was definitely there as well. Beverly definitely was, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So what are some of the other Easter, so what are some of the Easter eggs that you did you note them down or? No, not really. No. Um it's still a kid shows we get giant birth and fart jokes courtesy of Murph. Yeah, that I mean normally that kind of thing, I I find that kind of thing just like oh really. But do you know what I it's 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 Obviously, you know, it's a kid's show, so it's going to be light heart, more lighthearted humour than those kind of jokes you would get in like, a, like an adult comedy or something like that. So yeah, I didn't mind. It's one of those things, isn't it? So. Oh, yeah, and it was a nice touch for the memorial at the end of that episode to Renee, James Doohan, Lynn Nimoy. Yeah. That was a nice yeah. touch, I felt. Agreed. Again, it's Project is a show, you know, it's made by people that know and love Star Trek. You can tell, you can tell they really, really, I mean, at least that's how, I mean, I don't know if the people that behind it are, but that's how it felt anyway. Um, oh, that's the other interesting thing. This is sorry. really off a really weird tangent. Preludes, so, you know, I was saying about backstories. I believe, and I might, I might be wrong, but I think it's the second time in Sussex history where a toilet appears. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is a there is a a scene with that. Yeah. Only a second time Star Trek history, which I think is interesting, which is cool. Yeah, fair enough. I think mine walks kind of Star Trek doing the Martian and Freaky Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tractor beam from the Dauntless sounds like the one they use in Bridge Commander. You think it's the same? You think it's it's the same one? I think it's the same sound effect. Yeah. But again, you know, Star Trek, Star Trek is legendary in kind of let's reuse stuff. So it's certainly possible. Yeah. Just like I keep thinking that in um, Resurgence, I think the war effect is Bridge Commander as well there as well. Mm. Yeah, that's a great game, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Still playing through that. But yeah, who knows? Maybe they'll eventually do a Star Trek Prodigy game. That'd be pretty awesome. I think no idea. Do you? Do you have one? Did I? Yeah, I think we'd look this up and you went, oh, that looks fun. Oh, oh okay. Supernova. Oh, yes, yes, there is, isn't there? Okay, I'm looking it up after we've recorded this, after we've finished this. Again. Uh, again, yes, again, did of course. You, yes, I know. You've already looked this up once, but yeah, welcome to my life. <laughs> so, guess what I want for Christmas? <laughs> That's of course if you can only play on the PS5, which you probably can, I'd imagine. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry, getting back on topic. Um, yeah. So um, other things I said, I love the complex plot throughout the, of the season of the time travel and the threat to Starfleet, which is built up really well, paced perfectly throughout. And I think it has a wonderful payoff at the end. 
Um, there's a fault that um, that that uh, that woman that was pretending to be in Starfleet, but then disappeared. The one that attacked uh, Gwyn's father and went off. Do you think she'll be back in season two? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So. Um, uh, I, I said, uh, great references and bringing back characters from other Star Trek shows, which I've already mentioned, uh, with the Doctor obviously set to appear in season two. Um, so yeah, oh, that whole thing with Blibbing, oh, Blibbing, CBS, well, Paramount, wasn't it? Paramount cancelling, originally cancelling Project J. That was just like, oh, what the hell? Thankfully, though, uh, you know, they. I think at this point, when we're recording, they've done the first ten episodes of season two, uh, and they're ninety nine percent sure they found a new home for it. So they're definitely by the sound of it, I've, it, it's pretty likely we'll be getting season two, Prodigy, which is great. So, uh, so I'm definitely excited. Um, I love the style and quality of the animation throughout the show as well. I think it's really, really, really well done. Um, and I know this is saying you'll probably want to, you might want to speak a bit more about. I, I love the design of the Proto Star as well. The kind of not just the exterior, but the interior of it as well. The layout of the ship, I think it's really nice. I don't really have so much to say about Proto Star. No. I, I like it. I yeah. think the Proto Star drive is interesting, but. <laughs> Fair enough. I think Fair. the fleet at the end of the season's quite cool. The amount of Easter eggs that are in there, amount of cool ships that are in there. Yes, take take note of. Well, I know they did rectify that anyway, but it just you just get those callbacks to the end of season one of Picard. It's like, yeah, they're not making that mistake with this either. It's like they learn from that. It's like, yeah, we, yeah, I agree with you, sir. Yeah. Well, because you've got the Define in there, you've got the Enterprise E in there, you've got the original USS Centaur, that's from Deep Space Nine, and you've got all the other ships that are quite cool, all at that battle. Oh, we're in the finale? Yeah. 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 But I just, I, I, you know, I've got to say, I was just, there was just so much tension, in that, particularly in that second half, with... See Admiral Janeway on their tails, and it's kind of like, and then just them not being able to contact them, like open, open hails. And like, uh, I think, I think the one I really liked was, uh, which I thought was really funny, was uh, Mind Mind Walk. So that's when obviously Dahl and um, Janeway, Admiral Janeway, swap, inadvertently swap minds. I just thought, and I've got to say, the voiceover acting through the whole cast is absolutely superb. Um, and I said it's wonderful that Kate, Kate Mulgrew was. That's it because in, she does have a big part in, in this show, doesn't she? She's not just a bit character. She does have a significant role. She's one of the main. I mean, she's one of the main characters. So, <clears throat> so yeah. I, as you say, I think it's great they they you know they managed to get her in for it as well. And obviously, you know, she's going to be in obviously in two as well. So, um, I think the only other note i've got here it's just um so i've put enjoyed finding out about uh doll's origins of being genetically engineered from his creation by eric soong uh gwyn's conflict with her father and the romance between dal and dal and gwyn that developed and blossomed at the end of the season 
I mentioned about it, sad she departed the show but made sense for her character. So yeah, it's just it's, to to use to use the phrase you you say you say often sign it fits perfectly. It's just classic Star Trek. It's just Star Trek. What Star Trek? It's just everything that we know what Star Trek is. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, if you really want to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you really want to be kind of exact with it, you could say it's pure Roddenberry Trek. You could argue technically, I suppose. You know, if you really want to go down that kind of route, um, at least that's how I feel. Anyway, I said I think it's I think it's a, a great show, and you know, and, and if you guys, any of you listening, haven't tried watching it, we we strongly we strongly uh, recommend. We strongly, we, you know, we strongly urge you to try. I mean, I think even Wayne, I think Wayne, Wayne's watched it and he really enjoyed it as well. I think Jude just started watching it. I think he quite likes it. So, yeah, I, I, I think you could do a whole lot worse. I really do. I put it this way: I'd rather watch the whole first season of Prodigy than literally any, well, a whole length of dis- of Discovery. So that you know that 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 puts it into perspective. Not that we hate on Discovery or anything, but, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just it's just a, a, a really great show. And as, you, and, as, and as, you know, Simon kind of summed it up, it really is so much fun. It's so much fun in there. Um, and I'm happy with the direction that New Trek is, is going in now. It's, it's I'm, I think... Is it safe to say? I think this is probably the most positive we've been about New Trek since it's since like I think it was what uh, since Discovery, since you know the very first Star Trek new series came out. Mm, no, season one of Strange New Worlds, but yeah, it's up there again. It's yeah. kind of in that yeah. sort of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, sorry, I should have I should have phrased that better. I mean, j- just where we are with New Trek at the moment, so kind of lower decks, pit three of season three. Yeah, you say that, but go on, go on. Again, that horrible episode I keep suggesting and keep putting off keeps coming up to bite me. The fact that we may only get another season of Lower Decks. Yes. Where um, we get news track and then it's all going to disappear in an instant. Yeah. That's that's the issue. That's the problem. It's great for currently, and we're mm. going to get another season of Strange New Worlds. Again, however long that lasts for. Mm. But same for Lower Decks. Prodigy's going to get another one, but there's all this uncertainty flying around. So it's yeah. great for the here and now. Now, but for the future, we're, it's not certain exactly what's going to be happening with some of these shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Discovery's ending, but I think I can say for yourself, I think most, a lot of people are happy that that's, that's ending. But not everyone, because I know there are there are people that are fans of Discovery out there, which is fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, no, that's 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 true. But yeah, I think at this point in time, at this point in time, with what we've got with Trek, I think it's probably the most positive we've been since, as you say, since season one of SNW. So. Well, I say that there are things in the works, but are we ever going to see them? You're referring to... And, and, and granted, the strikes over in Hollywood have affected all of these, yeah. but how long before, oh, Kelvin Timeline uh, Film 4? Apparently oh, that's d- still in the works. 
My thoughts on that, just to quickly summarise, I'm going to be honest, I don't care. I mean, don't get me wrong, if it happens, great, but do we really need another film? Yeah, there is a kind of, yeah, why? Yeah. Uh, But then we've got the Section 31 film. Mm. That's the thing. Okay, great. Um, 31st Century Academy for a series that's just about to finish. Okay then. <laughs> uh, I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, but why that? This has become more of just more about Prodigy, but never mind. Yeah, why? I find that a particularly weird choice. 31st Century. You know, it's quite interesting, isn't it? With Paramount, what they're doing is they're giving us more more of a show like Discovery, which people just are not interested in, yet ones we, that we really want, like Prodigy, and it's like, oh, we'll just cancel that after one season. Okay, then. Anyway, yeah. yeah. But no, no. no. rumours about Legacy still ongoing. Yes, that's definitely, I think, it's, yeah, we, that's one we, we, I think we both definitely want, particularly you, said you. Really so, I'm hard. a bit hesitant, because you kind of put Hastrix over pretty much every Star Trek project on the board, for some reason, or rhyme or reason, and you know, for some of it, some of it's going to go down like a lead balloon, so, mm. that's not going to be great. Mm. Now, the more reasons why Paramount will go, eh, no, we're not so bothered about that thingy. Yeah, like they did with Prodigy, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, at this point, though, um, which I think it's just that case, though, we're just going to have to enjoy the here and now as much as we can with what we've got and what we might get and just enjoy it to the fullest. So I know for a fact that I'll definitely re- 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 be watching season one of Prodigy. In fact, I want to get it on DVD. Um, so that's definitely one of the new checks that I will definitely be re-watching without question. So, you know, it's but no, it, we both really enjoy it. I think it's the set said we both do definitely recommend it. It's like, I think I probably like it more than you do. But um but again, again, you know, we've all got ones that we gravitate more towards, haven't we? So But it said even you said it's one of the, the higher higher up ones for you, isn't it? One of the be- one of the better ones. So yeah. Um have we finished saying everything we wanted to say about Prodigy? Unless you had any more tidbits or any any more notes or anything that you that you wanted to mention? No, I pretty much covered everything, Jerry. Yeah, okay. So there's, there's not really much. It's like Asylum, like there at Shuttle, reminds me of the TAS at Shuttle and the jellyfish ship scene in uh, 09. I think did think the vehicle replicator thing was quite a cool idea for such a small ship yeah that actually i'm glad you i'm really really glad you mentioned that that was a really cool concept i liked that and again for for being for being a future new ship i've got no problem with that it's again it that for me works absolutely fine so yeah well i think you do need it for that sort of size it's so small that you can't have a shuttle for every day of the week no. So you do have to have this thing where it's a bit like, okay, right, I'll give you exactly what you need for this thing. Mm. All right, then fine, I'll modify that into this thing in a jig. Again, I think there is a certain part of me that was going, actually, I do wish we'd see more of it. There is Agreed. lots of things where yeah. I sat there and go, I wish I'd seen more of A, B, and C. Mm. 
including the protostar road that got used not probably enough but again i think mm, that yeah in some ways it was a bit o- overpowered yeah i can kind of see that yeah i think just kind of kind of a bit too good for its own good yeah but yeah i think i think in conclusion we really enjoyed it definitely watch it <laughs> it's gonna be very interesting to see what they do with two when they're on the voyage of a or is it b hmm. I, can't, I know i can't I remember what they're on uh, i think it was a i think but yeah. well i'm confused because the voyager b i think appears in picard three um and obviously because picard is set after project isn't it in the timeline in the in the, in the star trek universe timeline correct i believe so yeah 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 so it must be what the a it's it must be they end, yeah. end up on a future voyager anyhow but i'll be interesting yeah. to have a see how that all works because like you say on the pro start it was like magic school bus so then <laughs> under Avril Janeway with the proper crew that's going to be very interesting oh, and and the doctor yeah that's going to be very interesting to see how that dynamic changes and I'm no doubt they're going to bring back Gwen she's going to appear in holograms and over comms and whatnot yeah so she'll, she'll be back I don't think that's a, a right farewell thing, for right. forever good well the other thing as well I'd like to say about it is I like the for how they kind of what I find interesting with, with them is how they naturally just fit it into... Well, actually, I say that, but Dahl technically says, I'm the captain, I'm the captain. But they all kind of naturally just slotted into different roles, which I thought was really cool. I mean, I think the only person that didn't have a role was Gwyn, but I, I think I kind of mentioned, I think you kind of agreed, she would have been kind of like, she's like, kind of like a first officer. That's how I kind of always read it. But yeah, but no, I, yeah, Project, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fantastic show. I love it. I'm definitely going to rewatch it. Really looking forward to season two. And we would both definitely recommend giving it a go if you haven't already. Yeah. So, Cause so. I think there's also a chance that they could um, do what they did with season one. They could um, show storylines between the two ships. So we could catch up with Glenn with what she's doing with that yeah. with the portal with her mm. species. Well but we could also catch up with everyone on the Voyager right. Let's say other thing as well about about this first season. You've got an overarching story over the episodes, but you did have individual episodes and actually where where they were going out and exploring and helping people, which I thought was great. What was the what was it? What was the episode one you really quite liked? It was like a star it was like a Starfleet uh, oh, that's probably sad. Probably not a very good way of explaining it. Um, but Dad's that planet. There was a group of people that had, had an encounter with Starfleet, and they modded them. They they mod they molded themselves on that. All visit. the world's a stage. That's the one. That's the one you mentioned earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That, that was one of the ones you really liked, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I just yeah, it just yeah, it's great. It's great. But yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, should we leave it there then, I think? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, but anyway, yeah, we uh, we hope you enjoyed this uh, slightly modified <laughs> version of the episode, guys. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, definitely long overdue that we'd done this. We, we, 
we know we probably should have done it a while ago, but hey ho, we we got there in the end. Well, and... Jeremy, to be fair, we hadn't seen it then, so we kind of couldn't do it then. But yeah, it's very nice. It's, it's... yeah. <laughs> so but there you go. Um, yeah, should we mention what our next episode is? Sure. Yeah, so uh, our next episode is going to be my next general interest, which is the um, the kind of oh, I say horror is kind of yeah, kind of like like, like a like kind of like Walking Dead esque. I think that's probably the best way to explain it. Uh, series The Last of Us, um, which is obviously based on a couple of games on the PlayStation Five, uh, and obviously there's now a TV series as well. So. Stay tuned for that if you're interested. If not, we'll see you after for the episode after that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my one. Um, yeah, so yeah, still lots going on, obviously. Um, and uh, yeah, until then, guys, uh, stay safe, and we'll see you again soon. Bye. Bye.